Welcome back to Bankrupt Overland. This is my new radio voice. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. What's up? What's up, man? <laughs> uh, so me and Steve are hanging out with y'all tonight. That's we right. are in our bunkers. We are ready to talk yep. about Land Cruisers. And let me tell you, <sighs> we got some emotions <laughs> to share about Land Cruisers tonight. That's right. But before we get into emotions, I don't know, we'll probably get into the emotions when we talk about what we've done the last week because <laughs> yeah. it's just been all Mine's emotions Mine's tied into that. it, so. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So what's going on in your world, Steve, since Man. we last spoke to Mr. Lee Sumner? Yeah, which was, that was a fun podcast to record. Great that podcast. Two hours. It was amazing. <laughs> it was good. Um, it was good. Yeah, so... Uh, when we were talking with Lee, I was I was mentioning I was getting a um, GMRS radio installed, the Midland two seventy five, I think is what it is. Solid um, choice, yeah, definitely. Um, not sponsored, no, yet, <laughs> not yet. Bob Midland, yeah, not yet. <laughs> would like to. That'd be dope. They seem like a really cool company. Actually, when I get to the portion of the the um, conversation, I gotta give them a shout out. But, anyways. <laughs> I was installing the GMRS radio, and I wanted like a super clean install, right? So everything was hidden, and all you would see is a um, basically a mic port. Um, nice. That's all. Yeah. So, and I, I got all that in. Um, Which, before you go any further, isn't mm-hmm. the 275 model the model that you can use any general Ethernet cable mm-hmm. to yeah. route your mic your mic setup? Yeah, yeah. So you can use I use Cat Five because that's what I had on hand. Right, um, but they have some write-ups, and it's literally just any any sort of Ethernet what you plug into a computer or desktop or Xbox or whatever. So yeah, it's that's what it's I actually thought. cool yeah. how that works. So I actually love it. That's a heck of a pro tip because mm-hmm. you know a lot of these companies and different types of radios you have to have a certain kind of wire uh, yeah. to run, and I'm sure that's more expensive than your general Ethernet oh, cable yeah. that you have laying around probably yeah. <laughs> just from when you used to wire things in the walls yeah. and you're in yeah. you're in tech so i know you just have it i know you got a oh, bag yeah. of wires somewhere oh, at your house. closet <laughs> right here full of just <laughs> random old tech gear <laughs> so. um but good pro tip it, yeah. it, it's only that model though right different models it's not the same is it the oh, same with know. all the models i'm not sure about that actually um maybe maybe it maybe it is only that specific we'll check model. that yeah. Whenever Midland sponsors us, we'll, we'll have someone that can do fact checking for us while we're, <laughs> while we're podcasting, like Joe Rogan does. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely have that. We'll get. Sorry, I, tangent. <laughs> it's uh, but I was like, man, I think I think this is I think this radio because I have the same radio, mm-hmm. and I remember somebody telling me that, and I was like, oh, that'd be pretty cool. But yeah, I man. just run mine. I hook mine up into the system, mm-hmm. and I just pull it straight out of my center console, and I pull down my sunglass. Oh, nice. Case. Yeah. And then it has that little ball on the back, and you can just hang it right on there. Yeah. And so that's how I run it. Because I only have it out when I'm running sure. with somebody. So um, yeah. it's it's not permanent, you know. Yeah. That, that's that's my little Land Cruiser hack for nice. hanging it up if you don't yeah. want to drill holes and, and do like all that. that. Sorry to interrupt. Sorry. <laughs> Ethernet cables, hanging it. Yeah. I'm feeling it. We're podcasting. I'm in. We're here talking. We're going to go. Um, so I'm going to get drunk. I haven't had dinner and I'm on my second beer, so oh, it should man. be a good hour. I had to wolf down a sandwich real quick so, <laughs> and some mozzarella sticks. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so 
for my install, what I'm doing is uh, I kind of took your idea. I think it was your idea where you have the main box kind of in your center console, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. And I like that because I think you're also doing it where, uh, at least with that radio, you just have a 12-volt plug that's already fused. And luckily for us, we have a 12-volt socket in the center console right next to the C. CD changer. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to steal LJ's idea and just stuff it there. But I did... What pretty I sure up, I stole that from somebody else. Yeah. So make sure we pass that thank you on yeah, to whoever is, made a YouTube video or something about it that I watched. Yeah, who's that uh, right idea yeah, that was? It's in the center console. We mm-hmm. already have that 12-volt hookup there. Mm-hmm. And then I actually have my phone charger. That is, is my phone sits on that Ben's build um, oh, where your I AHC controls are yep. in yours. Mm-hmm. I have a RAM mount holder where those oh, AHC yeah. controls mm-hmm. would have been if – Mine was equipped with AHC, yeah, and it has a RAM ball there. My phone's out, and then mm-hmm. I have a power cable that runs just right out, just long enough to cook into my phone from under there, so it's out of the way. Cool. Um, and that runs under into that same area, and so I put okay. a splitter, yeah, little mm-hmm. splitter on mine, so I can plug both of them in, and that splitter nice. has a fuse that'll you know pull if, if it starts pulling too much or something. Yeah, nice. Or when you get a short or whatever. That's. Mm-hmm. That's smart. So on yours, do you have, so I'm trying to picture my center console. I have two 12 volt sockets, uh, kind of in the main center dash. And then oh, I you have, have two. Third. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. So there, there's one. a difference. That's why I was like, why are you yeah. running here? Because I have, I have a 120 volt. It's 12 volt, but or it's not a 120 plug. It's, it's a 12 volt, like cigarette socket, but I think it's mm-hmm. like 120 volts max from all of the power equipment. Anyways, so I have two 12-volt sockets there and then one in the center console. Uh, one of them is for dash cam, and then my other one is for uh, just an accessory for like phones and right. tablets and stuff. Um, but I'm utilizing that one 12-volt socket in the center console to power the um, GMRS. And what I, what I like about it is I can just unplug it, or I can, heck, I can just keep it plugged in all the time. And that socket isn't hot all the time. So when the vehicle's off, it's not draining battery. Now, I did hook it up to my Jackery, and I have a 6 dB antenna just to kind of see the wattage that it pulls, and it pulls 2 watts. So if someone's when looking at that, yeah, when it's on. Um, and I was using the weather station, so I'm not sure if it's like communicating, if it jumps up or whatnot. But when I was in the weather station receiving NOAA weather, um, it was pulling 2 watts. So if someone's curious about that, there's, the, there's your numbers. What if when it does it pull anything when it's off when it's plugged mm-hmm. in? No. That's so good. if it's if it's plugged in and then the the mic. So on ours, the two seventy five, all the controls are on the mic itself. So mm-hmm. if you power the mic off, it drops down to zero. Now maybe there is some residual. Um, the jackery is is showing zero zero for for the amount of output that it's outputting. So and you have to and you have to turn it on when it's yes. plugged in. So yeah. like when you turn your car off and it powers it off, when mm-hmm. you turn your car back on, you have to turn that radio back on or yeah. it doesn't come on automatically. Um, yeah. I was, I, we were riding I, a couple <laughs> weeks ago and it had been like 10 minutes. Like, man, I got real quiet on the radio because we were all in single trucks. So like we yeah. were on the radio pretty hot the whole trip. Yeah. So they got pretty quiet. Like, oh, dang. I didn't turn my, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Turn my radio off. <laughs> That's good to keep in mind, though, because I, I honestly didn't even know what well, makes sense, though, because there's no power mm-hmm. to it. It's going to turn itself off. So makes sense. But I, like you, I would have been in that situation like, no one's talking to me. Did I say something super weird and everybody's ignoring me now? 
Did they change the radio station <laughs> on me? Change it? A bunch of assholes. <laughs> um, That'd be funny. Yeah. So me what I've <laughs> so what I've done is I have put that main control box in the center console with power right there. I've ran another Cat Five E cable to where the cigarette um, like ashtray is, and I've gutted. Oh that. yeah. I've gutted that, put a hole through the back, put a hole through the front, and now I just have an, a plug right there. Just a Cat 5e. It's like weatherproof or whatever. It just has a nice little cover on it. So the, all I need to do is grab my mic, plug it in there, turn it on, and I'm good. So there's no other wires, there nothing else I need to um, move. Do you just like open, open up the, the ashtray a little bit and drop it in, or do you have it coming through the ashtray? As so well? I actually uh, – well, I well, so I have the – the f- uh, female plug on the outside of the ashtray. So I don't okay. even need to oh, open anything. I just flip the little uh, cover, the, little the, cover. The plug cover down and then plug it in and then power it on and I'm good to go. So nice. Um, nice. Super clean install. Yeah. Um, it took a while to tear everything apart. I mean, you're, you're taking both seats out because the center console is kind of a, a dog to get out, <laughs> mm-hmm. especially because I'm running a bunch of wires through there. So, yeah, you um, want to run your wire under the carpet too. So you got yeah, it's just mm-hmm. easy. The seats are only four volts. There, it was actually yeah. that was pretty easy to get out. Yeah, uh, um, they're heavy because they've got a <laughs> so they've got all kinds of things inside <laughs> yeah. of them that make them luxury. Yeah, there's. I appreciate those heavy. on cold mornings on the trail, and I got a seat warmer, and my buddy in his jeep's freezing his <laughs> yeah, ass off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like my back a, was a little tight. It's getting nice and warm yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those seats. I wonder how heavy those things are because they are not. They are not light. I mean, Mm-mm. luckily Mm-mm. for me, I was able to just kind of unbolt them. And then I had three plugs underneath. One's for like side curtain airbags, two or other power related things. So I unbolted them, unplugged them, and then just kind of pushed them uh, away and out of my way because I have that second row platform. So um, it was Oh, you can just like easy. toss them back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I just basically just leaned them back and Durr-durr. had full access. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. Um, so ended up running all my wires. And then on the last step, this is where I messed up. <laughs> what had happened was, um, oh, so no. <laughs> uh, on my Land Cruiser, the firewall boot, kind of where the, the rubber gasket is, is driver's side. And it's a little bit behind the steering wheel is, is approximately the location. So you have the boot that's on the firewall that, that's kind of the pass-through. And I've used it. This will be the third time now. So I've used it two other times to run power into the cab uh, from that location. And so I, I got all my wires hooked up, ran all properly, and then I was going to pull the antenna wire through the boot. Well, what I didn't realize at the time was on the um, radio end, so it looks like a coax cable type where you plug this antenna wire into the radio, you can unscrew that part and it becomes instead of like a coax cable size, it's a very thin wire that's super easy to run line through things. I didn't realize that until I pulled the like the antenna stud through that and I ended up just like completely shearing it off. I didn't like yank on it or anything. I just was like slowly pulling it through and then it finally gave and then when I got to the other end, the stud was just snapped off. I was like, oh, hell. So that was the end of the install. (laughs) Um, Now, this is where the shout-out 
for for Midland comes and I basically sent them an email and this was the this was legitimately word for word the subject. I said, I'm a dumbass. Can you help me? Please? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. So <laughs> and then uh so I sent the email and then I looked on their site and I was like, Oh wait, they're still open. Let me just give them a call. And Sarah, the the lady that helped me, was like did you just send an email that says I'm a dumbass in the subject? I said, yep, that is me. <laughs> so she was reading. Shout my email. out to yeah. Sarah. Sarah Midland. <laughs> yeah, she was, she had a, it was funny. She thought it was the funniest thing that happened to her that day. Um, and I was like, I'm going on a trip Saturday. Uh, is there anything? Can I get it before, you know, can I get it Friday or something? She's like, all right, well, let me see what I can do. She said, the earliest I can get it to you is Saturday. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll just leave a little late. But she said, I'll ship it to you for free. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I messed, first off, I I busted the wire. Second off, I didn't even buy it from them. I bought it from our buddy Sheldon. So I bought it secondhand. (laughs) And they're like, yeah, you you messed up the wire. Whatever. We'll just ship you a whole nother wire. Like, in two, one one or two day shipping. So I was like, that is incredible. Zero cost to me. So shout out to Midland, man. They, They really take care of their customers. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff, Midland. Um, so, so did, you, did you get your radio in then? Uh, yes, it is in now. <laughs> nice. Um, but I have bigger issues. And uh, I don't know if we want to pause my story and get into whatever you did, if you did anything on the weekend, or if you want to kind of keep rolling into uh, my issues that I have with my life. Yeah, right I like now. listening to your issues. Okay. Uh, they make my issues not feel as bad. Um, but okay. we'll get to my issues okay. uh, in due time. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this is the the Land Cruiser uh, issue episode, I guess. This is yeah, all the yeah, shit that's the, gone wrong uh, with ours. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after I fucked up the um, antenna wire for the radio, I was like, "Well, okay, I'm I'm kind of dead in the water now." So I buttoned everything up, put the seats back, put the center console back, um, and hooked up the battery. And I had the battery disconnected for like three to four days. Uh, because I had the seats out, there's the airbags. I didn't want to connect the battery and accidentally set off airbags for whatever reason. So I was super cautious about that. Um, and when I started it up, I had some lights on my dash. Now there's some lights that are kind of typical when you remove or just disconnect your battery. It's like the VGRS light that flashes that goes away after, you know, a couple miles on the highway. It's just, um, helps with like low speed turning or whatever. I had an ABS light a traction control light, a traction control or VSC vehicle stability control. And then I had my parking brake light on. I was like, Oh, this is not good. (laughs) So initially I thought that I had broken a wire, something shorted out, something had, I don't know, maybe I cut a wire somewhere because even though I wasn't like yanking on the the plug to get through the, the firewall boot, um, I had to pull kind of hard because I was a, a whole ass stud. I was trying to fit through a tiny slice in the boot. So I was like, damn, did I really just mess up my vehicle to the point where some wire somewhere is, um, cut. And I mean, it, as you know, if you take that, that panel part underneath the steering wheel, I mean, you're talking hundreds of wires, legitimately hundreds of wires behind that steering wheel takes a lot like, of wires to be that luxurious. It does. 
<laughs> it really you have does. Night vision on your vehicle. Oh yeah, I have I have night vision. I have AHC. <laughs> I have <laughs> I have DVD players in my headrest. So like I have everything. Stock. 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 Factory. <laughs> it's not. It's not a Land Cruiser. <laughs> it's basically. A it's Land basically. <laughs> Shout Did out you like that? <laughs> yeah, I like that plug. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. Uh, by the way, your stickers are, are out. Um, they're they're. Whoop whoop. Yeah, they're, they're being shipped my, to you right now. I might put one on my Jeep just to piss everybody <laughs> off. <laughs> I've had people ask, it's like, can I can I put these on a Highlander? I'm like, hell yes, you can. <laughs> it's like, yes, bring it. Like, just put it on everything. Oh I need to, my uh, gosh. <laughs> I need to pay great. for what I've messed up. So, um, nice little segue. So, couldn't figure it out. I used TechStream. And if you're not familiar with what TechStream is, um, it is the... Uh, the software that Toyota and Lexus use for the diagnostics. So if you bring your Toyota or Lexus to a dealership, that's what they're running on their computers. Now I don't have the most up-to-date, nice. <laughs> I don't have the most up-to-date tech stream. I mean, it's loaded on a, um, a Windows XP VM. So you can imagine how old it is. <laughs> oh, the hackers are gonna come after you now. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> He's got vulnerabilities. <laughs> This unsupported OS. <laughs> um, I need a service patch 16 for that uh, XP. <laughs> oh, so, the, the three people in IT are yeah, going to laugh at that yeah, joke. That, we just everybody's like, <laughs> bunch of lasers. <laughs> um, so I hooked it up to the... Uh, it's kind of funny. I had to bring my whole ass iMac down to the um, truck and hook it up because I don't actually own a laptop, but... <clears throat> Hooked up TechStream to the computer, saw some codes, uh, and the codes did not look good. Like, it was like ABS module malfunction. Um, I had like five or six codes that I cleared, but the two that came back were like pressure switch failure and ABS module malfunction. So it just wasn't, wasn't making the connection at all. So, so real quick, all this mm-hmm. stuff happened right after you tried to install your adult walkie-talkies. Yes. Okay. The, the, yes. Right. The, the, the walkie-talkies that I, I installed. At least that's what my wife calls it. She's like, <laughs> oh, you one, should use the, your adult the, walkie-talkie. The, the walkie, like, uh, yes, and I slept in my tree fort. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> so, God, I, I feel you. Like, I've been there before where, yeah. like, you do a project, you're like, you're so satisfied and yeah. pumped because you completed yeah. it, and you go to start your car up, and you're like, what did I just do? Seriously. What Because like, you don't know. Yeah. Like, what, at that point, you're like, what just happened? Like, yeah. Yeah. all you did was install. It's like taking your car to a mechanic and something breaking on the other side of the car. It's like, yeah. guys, like, what do you mean? Like, I was yeah. working on the engine. This is your rear axle. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not even close to that area. Yeah. It's uh, a perfect description. Yeah. So dang, yeah, man, so, uh, that's a rough feeling. It sucks. It really, because I had done a ton of work. Now, this vehicle is, is as immaculate as you can imagine for mm-hmm. a vehicle that has almost 300 Oh, you keep miles. it clean? Yeah. Keep I it mean, clean? And all, also the previous owners, like maintenance records for days, legitimately. Maybe I've said this on the podcast before. Maybe I hadn't. But on the Lexus driver's portal, you can type in a VIN uh, and pull up all of if it was ever serviced on, on at a Lexus dealership. And I had 41 pages of records from the previous owner. And I had a bag of receipts in this um, glove box from the second owner. So, I mean, the thing was immaculate. So, it, it just... It sucks, kind of like like exactly what you're saying is you turn on the car and it's just 
lights that you're not expecting. So um, I was kind of worried because now this is like ABS. We're talking braking. Um, and for people that aren't familiar with the 100 series, and I don't know early models like the 99, 98 models, but at least ours have a um, – it's not a traditional like um, vacuum system. Right. So like in the CJ, you have like a big master cylinder drum that's like mm-hmm. attached to their firewall. Ours is has all a booster con- on it. And that booster yeah. is uh, is boosted with pressure from the engine. OK. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, ours vacuum are- hose okay. hooked from the from the engine onto it to, to give yeah. it the extra help. And actually, what's really interesting is I looked one of my buddies, Dan, he has a really well built Sequoia and they mm-hmm. have that system like a, the the old school system. So even though it's the same it's engine, like if your car's running, you're going to have extra, extra yeah. power basically. Yeah. Well, if your car's running and your vacuum hose is hooked up correctly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pro tip, hook up your vacuum hoses. <laughs> hey, hey, when I first got this thing, it had all the original emissions on it and I went yeah. to go do some work on it and I didn't take a picture of all of the, it was with, I never, I've never made that mistake again, working yeah. on my car. So I always take a picture before I touch it, That's so but smart. I didn't do a picture. And they used mm-hmm. to have, I mean, there were so many vacuum hoses in the early mm-hmm. emission systems. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think I ever got it hooked back up. Right. Yeah. We don't have that. Issue. We don't have any more. We got fuel yeah. injection on her now, but nice. it man, I'm telling you, bro, I, I'd messed up. That was rats <laughs> over there. I didn't know where yeah. nothing went. Yeah. That's, uh, uh another, but anyways, tip. you got some, you still got some issues with your land cruiser. Let's finish yes. it out. Yes. So, um, yeah, I just, uh, all, all those lights, all braking base, uh, I guess all the lights that I had were based off of the braking system. Yeah. Uh, so long story longer, I, uh, brought it up to, <laughs> <laughs> I brought it up to Sheldon. He tested it and he's like, I'm not getting any resistance from, um, your, uh, master brake cylinder. Like, cause our system has an accumulator, the reservoir, the master brake cylinder, and then ABS module, which is a very expensive computer that manages that entire braking system. And he said, "I'm um, something internally in your ABS module, your ABS computer is fried. Like we're sending, we're sending resist, we're sending uh, power through it and we're not getting any power on the outside of it. So meaning just, it's not, it's not functioning like at all right now. So I was like, damn. It's 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 expensive. Um, so you're getting the the codes because the computer can't read the, the module essentially yeah. that's mm-hmm. there, but the functionality of the braking system is still working. Yeah, everything that I can test, it's still working. Like I'm not getting a yeah. super hard pedal. I'm not getting a super squishy pedal. Uh, I do have an alarm if I pump the brakes like five to seven times. Maybe even mm-hmm. less than that, probably three to five times. Uh, I'll get like a really loud alarm, like um, just like a, a constant buzz um, that will last for five seconds or something like that. Um, but the um, everything else seems to be running fine. Now, what sucks though is I had a trip on Saturday that I was going to do. Um, can't do that now because it's not probably the the best thing to wheel. You know a uh, <laughs> a well, yeah, if you can't function brake system. <laughs> if you can't hit your brakes more than five times without yeah. it buzzing at you, you're going to have a hard time going down the side of a pass. Yeah, yeah definitely. So um had to skip out on that, unfortunately. And it's just going to, I mean, it's a costly repair. Those things are not cheap. I think 
uh, a no. used one is like a thousand, if not fifteen hundred dollars, just for the unit itself for used. You know, so that gives you an idea yep. of how expensive either an OEM new or there's one guy that does like remands, but I'm just going to go new. It's just for me, it's peace of mind. You know, mine's lasted for 275,000 miles. I might as well stick a new one in there. So, yeah, um, yeah, no, I don't blame you. That's, but, um, that's the way to do it if you're going to, yeah. and if you can't do it, I guess too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's a, that's a good part. I mean, that's part of owning a Land Cruiser. Like, mm-hmm. People people get into these things at two hundred thousand miles and think they're just going to get into a tank that doesn't need any carrying and feeding and uh, and yep. they're they're surprised very quickly when they when they own one because yep. uh, at this mileage and it's anything like your the guts of the vehicle are strong right mm-hmm. the engine is strong the yep. transmission is strong the axles are strong like the vehicle is a strongly built machine. Mm-hmm. That was engineered to be able to run for 25 years in the shittiest places on earth mm-hmm. without a Tom, Dick, or Harry looking at it or touching it. <laughs> yeah. You know, definitely. Uh, it really is. It's built for that. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, things break and things happen, but, you know, we're getting to that 25 year mark now. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And, and so folks are buying these, they're thinking they're getting this tank and, and they're learning that there's repairs that have to be done. And then they see the price that Toyota has for yep. these parts because they're so overbuilt mm-hmm. because the vehicle was built to last 25 years yeah. and these parts are expensive. Like you're yeah. talking, you're talking the part that you put on an OE, the OEM part you put on a Land Cruiser is the upgraded part you put on a Jeep Wrangler. Yeah. Like, like that's the, Seriously, that's yeah. the, like that's, that's the, the type mentality. of quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the quality you get. And so you end up having to pay those prices just to maintain the vehicle. Yeah. But you could also get heated seats on cold mornings <laughs> on the trail. And that's dope. Or you could follow your buddy you know. in that Jeep Wrangler and you're, you're okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, but, I do think it is interesting that you bring up that point because the, the, the word Land Cruiser has a lot of like heritage to it, right? Like, yeah, legitimately, you could beat the shit out of these things. We know how we talked to a guy last week that beats the shit out of his 200, you know, and so, yeah, and they keep going. But after a while, exactly what you said 20, uh, let's see, mine's in 06, so it's getting close to 20, 20 years, another couple of years, it'll mm-hmm. be 20 years, so, um. Yeah, 20 years, almost 300,000 miles. It's an electric motor. It's going to eventually run out. Now, I have no issues with the engine, transfer case, transmission, axles, none of that. All that's solid. Mm-hmm. But it's just a wear item, you know? So, bad uh, people don't realize. It is. It is. It is. It's, and it's a part of it. It's a part yeah. of owning a vehicle at this time of mileage. I, I think that's why some of those low mileage examples right now are going for 60K and plus on mm-hmm. bring a trailer because, yeah. you know, they're just, you, you can't, I mean, you can't change time, right? Time sure. happens. Time mm-hmm. eats rubber. You know, yep. you're going to have to do those kind of things. You can't get away from them no matter how many miles you have on it, right? Yep. Unless it was kept in a garage and, or you know temperature <laughs> control room, fine, yeah <laughs> which some are yeah. right mm-hmm. um but if this thing's been sitting outside at all you, you can't get out you can't get away from that yeah um but you are going to have you know common maintenance items mm-hmm. uh i'll just go through what i fixed so far on my land cruiser okay. and uh and we could 
we can move into that. Um, cause I didn't do anything fun this weekend. I'll mm. tell you right now. <laughs> Did we finish your story? We got through it. Is, oh, is yeah, it just, this, so it's just the module. Yeah. Well, it's, I don't want to move on the, before we, <laughs> it's the whole unit. So like the, the ABS modules, what we, we think failed, but yeah. I'm just going to, it's kind of an all encompassing unit. So the reservoir, the uh, module, the brake cylinder, the master brake cylinder, and then the, um, accumulator, everything the but the pump. pump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. basically, it's it's that whole unit. So I don't know. I'm just yeah, glad I didn't have to. Yeah, I'm just glad I didn't have to trace down a wire I cut. So it's just time for it to be replaced. Well, the good thing is you don't have to worry about it going out on your big trip. Yeah, of yeah. it being old because that was always my worries. Be like, this motherfucker's gonna go out when I am in the middle of Kansas yeah. and I've got to deal with this shit. You know. Well, that's what uh, I, mine already went out. Yeah. <laughs> Mine went out a little while ago, so it's been replaced already. Yeah, that's what Sheldon said. He said, uh, "I'm just glad it made it through the the trip." You just because could you imagine being in, in Utah or Colorado and it failing on you there? Like, holy no. shit, that would that would, that would ruin the entire trip. You know? Yeah. So yeah, it's big repair, big suck, but it'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's a part of owning. A vehicle like this yeah, just comes definitely. with the territory, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we, we, we talked about this. I, I think I talked about this on the last show. Um, my starter went out in the Land mm-hmm. Cruiser. Yep. And I already already suspected that I broke a motor mount on the last wheeling trip <laughs> when I slid off a rock onto Jeez. another rock. <laughs> um, no bueno. So uh, that was verified. The oh, driver's God. side motor mount is severed is the wow. the adjective that Sheldon used when he identified the issue <laughs> severed wow so not cracked it's it <laughs> it's separated completely yeah. completely from uh from from itself altogether wow. just gone that's um it's amazing actually he said he said the passenger side doesn't look great but it's still it's still together so damn not i mean i guess the skid plate maybe kept it in i, I don't know i mean how hard did you I had to get move it? the radiator a little bit <laughs> so the fan wouldn't hit it. <laughs> so I told him to move the radiator back to where yeah. it's supposed to go. <laughs> that was a trail fix. I was yeah. like, well, if I can't move the motor, I'm going to move yeah. what it's hitting. Well, yeah. <laughs> Just push that out a little bit more, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So we did it and it was fine. It got yeah. me home. Yeah. Hey, that's uh, one thing about him. So that's supposed to be getting fixed tonight, I think. Oh, uh, cool. He ordered the part. And and was supposed to be working on that. So, and then that's I told him to check through everything because mm-hmm. uh, when we were talking to Lee, he was talking about this trip to Moab that yeah. he was doing, and I just we just made it happen this week. So mm-hmm. I'm going to head to Moab in nice. August, and so I told awesome. Sheldon, I said, give her some once over, <laughs> make sure she's good for, yeah. before I head out west. So uh, we're going to make sure it's all tidied up and there's nothing else out there hanging around, and then um, I'm probably going to park it. Until I leave. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, I got a couple of things to do on it. I need to, yeah. I got another one of Ben builds, uh, Ben's builds, um, 3d printer, um, inserts. And this yeah. one's for the center console where we have a, on mine, I have an AC con- or, um, a radio okay. control for yeah. like headphones and stuff. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to remove that and put in two big chargers back there. Oh, um, cool. And then, yeah, and then I want to take my kid out there uh, mm-hmm. f- for the trip, and we're going to just do a little father-son thing and oh, that'll be get cool. out there and let him see the desert 
Yeah. So has he ever seen any sort of like landscape like that before? No, he's only really oh, been in the southeast his whole cool. life. Yeah, that's so gonna be amazing. even just Kansas and like seeing oh, yeah. nothing will probably <laughs> yes. be a sight yeah. for a lot of time. Because oh, yeah. yeah, so we've been starting to plan that trip out. Cool. Uh, okay. I think I've got my exit, my trip out figured out. Yeah, I don't know when I'm going to come back. I think okay. I might work out there a little bit and just like okay. kind of figure it out a little yeah, bit yeah. to get more time because we're going to come back to Silverton and okay. hit some of those trails in Colorado and stuff. Yep. So. We'll see. Um, I'm going to enjoy it because that's the week before he goes back to school. So, Oh, that'll um, be a cool trip. He'll come back and just go right back yeah, to school. That's amazing. So you said that that'll be in August, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. It's probably going to be really hot out there. Yeah. Well, maybe if you get some elevation, um, you might be able to avoid some of that uh, um, Yeah. That heat. I know. Yeah, I'm sure Colorado won't be too bad over in Silverton because they're a little bit higher up there in the mountains. Yeah. I think, isn't there a... Um, I think there's like an ultra marathon up there. That's like a crazy, am I thinking maybe it's Silverton. I know it's in Colorado. Anyways, it's like I believe over 10,000 crazy athletes out yeah. there. <laughs> it, is. it is. So that'll be a fun trip. I can't wait to, uh, I want to kind of pick your brain on, on the, the initial, I know it's probably preliminary since, you know, you weren't decided last week, but you're decided this week. <laughs> so I can't imagine you have too much planned out right now, but this is the uh, last minute trip in the making. Yeah. <laughs> Legitimately. You got a month to plan. A That's right. Trip out there. So uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. So are you going to go, um, where's going to be the first stop? Have you figured that out yet? Yeah, it'll be like probably an hour or two before Denver. Cause I've got to oh, be in Grand Junction. Um, yeah. By like that the next day in the early afternoon to okay. meet everybody to go. So I'm trying to get about wow. six or five or six hours from Grand yeah. Junction okay. is where I want to stop the first night. So I think we're just going to get up when the sun rises and drive until yep. the sun sets pretty much. Wow. And uh, I think I can get to right about the Colorado line around yeah. that time. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, we'll just we'll figure that out when we get there. That's amazing. So you must be yeah. coming Grand Junction's on the western side of mm-hmm. Colorado, isn't it? So, so I've got to go be... through Colorado mm-hmm. to get to where I'm going and meeting them and uh and then going into Moab, meeting the crew in there and then we'll do <laughs> the trails crazy. in Moab and then yeah. turn around and come back into Silverton. That's amazing. That'll be so one hell we'll of a trip. Cannonball it, man. When I was in so when I was in college, <laughs> we used to um uh, me and a few of my buddies would yeah. leave the day after Christmas okay. and jump in my buddy's like night family's 1980s Dodge conversion van. It would be like four <laughs> or five of us. Oh and we okay. would drive cannonball straight to Colorado oh um, and then snowboard until like the mm-hmm. day before school got back in session and we'd drive back and then get oh back in school. God. So we'd like live out of this van and yeah. get these little ratty motels. And we want to shower and stuff, <laughs> man. It was stay on people's couches. Yep. Like, it was the ultimate, like we did that for, I think three years. Yeah. Um, and then we like started flying to different places and it got, you know, a little more adultish. Sure. But I miss those days of like just yeah. cannonballing with your buddies out yeah. to Colorado and living it up. So Set not going to be like that all to drive the whole way this yeah. time but so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna stop i'm not gonna go 20 22 hours yeah. straight through <laughs> yeah i was like how are you gonna make it to grand junction and because i think mm-hmm. we hit grand junction now granted i had family so that i stopped at but i think we probably could have made it in three days we made we made colorado in two 
and that was on the eastern side of Colorado. So, um, but we didn't leave until Friday at like six or something like that. So, um, yeah, I think you can do yeah, that. I'll, I'll, I think I'll book it like yeah. 16, 17 hours the first day. Yep. Is what I'll, what we'll do. And we'll just, we'll just huff it out there. Yeah. yeah just go. I can't wait to, to continue here. I like, man, it, <laughs> as long as I have like my four or five like good snacks yeah. and a couple drinks up in the front seat. Yeah. Um, I can just, I mean, I, I set nice. the cruise control and yep. I'm just moving, man. I'm hanging out. I'm eating. Yeah. I'm listening to music. I'm throwing some podcasts on. Yeah. <laughs> and man, I'm telling y'all this Land Cruiser is so comfortable that you don't even realize it, man. You can knock out a 16 hour trip and mm-hmm. as long as you work your seat warmer, right? Yep. So you can keep your back staying loose. It ain't bad. It's, it ain't yeah. bad. I, I don't think I had any... And I have a pretty bad back. And I didn't have any sort of back issues on our travel days. Le- legitimately. I don't think... I think probably the... Maybe the first night in the hotel, I had a back issue. You know, just... But it wasn't bad. It was just like, oh, that's a little stiff. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. but traveling and the thing, it's it's incredibly comfortable. I mean, if I would have done the same trip in a, my old cheap Wrangler... Uh, Nah, that wouldn't. I would have had a fused disc, you know. <laughs> Man, it's rough in those. It's yeah. rough in them, and it really yeah. is. So, um, but we were we were talking about all this before. Um, it was good talking about the trip. I don't have anything else really planned for the trip except to meet them out there, cool. mm-hmm. pack as much food as we need to make it five yep. or six days in yep. the wild, <laughs> and that's really my plan. Okay. And, um, I did order some, finally order some D rings that fit on my bumper. Nice. I don't think I'll need them out there because there's a lot of traction. So I don't think that, yeah, you don't winch a bunch when <laughs> you have that. But yeah, I did want to make sure I at least was ready with sure. some, ac- with some stuff that actually fit my rig. Yeah. Um, but I mean, outside of that, the thing's pretty much ready. I think we got the kitchen done. Awesome. I don't yeah. know. I might upgrade to a two burner. I don't know. I was listening okay. to the podcast about, kitchens a little while ago and was like mm-hmm. man i could you know yeah. for a week trip <laughs> i don't know i might could get it to burn t- <laughs> change it up a little yeah. bit yeah. i don't know yeah. we'll see um i might have some last minute upgrades that yeah. might 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 drop in <laughs> if you have any recommendations hit me up yeah. and let me know uh but yeah so um so yeah so we we're talking about that and then we were we, we kind of said hey let's talk about some common maintenance items on 100 series land cruisers. And so we're like, I know we're like 40 minutes into this podcast (laughs) and we're just now getting to our topic. But most of the first part of that was talking about a common issue Mm -hmm. on land cruisers. And that's the braking system going out. Uh, We've talked about this before in our podcast, a lot of differing of opinions on, do you actually lose your brakes? Do you still have your brakes? The world will never know unless it actually happens to you, I guess. (laughs) I guess Um, so. We just wanted to talk about those because people, for, people, just like we said earlier, they think they're getting in to this vehicle that's never going to break. Mm-hmm. And then something breaks and then they see the cost of that something and, yep. and they realize that, man, this is like a, this is a pretty beefy product here, yep. right? We're not just talking about a cheap piece of metal. Yep. So common things that I've seen and is, and, and these are, these are also probably FAQs on your local Facebook page. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> Uh, if you smell oil when you turn your car off uh-huh. after you get out of it and it's got over 170,000 miles, that's uh-huh. probably your valve cover gaskets. 
Did That's that happen right. with you? That we should happened. do a bingo card, Steve, <laughs> and we can play bingo with the things that you've uh, you've had to replace on your Land Cruiser. Yep. Yeah, I got uh, I had some very leaky valve cover gaskets that actually killed my alternator. So, pro tip: get those fixed because it will. Did you just tighten yours down, or did did you even try that part where you uh, just tighten yeah, them no, down? Initially, I did. I was like, oh yeah, I'll just tighten them and they'll be good. Yeah, it, they work. Yeah, good. I did that too. It didn't work. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. work. I was that like, way. oh, I'll yeah. just fire these down. <laughs> I, I did. I did use yeah. a quarter inch socket so that way I didn't okay. have too much. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I did read that if you tighten it too much, you'll you can mess some stuff up. You can really mess be some on, stuff on up. Shit, up shit creek. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> those bolts out here, they snap pretty easily if you go too That's, tight on them. Yep. I had heard that too. So I didn't tighten mine down because I had read the exact same thing. So I just kind of, they, mine were actually kind of loose. Mine had backed out just a little bit. So I just yep. tightened them down just enough to where I felt comfortable. But in the end, it, it, they, it still needed valve cover gaskets. So um, yeah, that's uh, that happened to me. Um, it also, for whatever reason, it'll leak onto your alternator. And so... That was kind of a compounding issue. I'm sure my alternator would have been fine if it didn't get soaked with oil. Um, yeah. I always wonder why they put the alternators in the bottom of the engine, these Land Cruisers. I just feel like it would be a better appliance to have at the top of the engine. Yeah. I'm, I mean, especially for an off-road vehicle, you want that thing. Now they have like sealed alternators. I don't know if it's 400 series, but because of water, you know, you don't want to be mm-hmm. doing a water crossing and then completely shit can your alternator. So... Um, yeah, yeah, bingo. I mean, not bingo, it's, but it's like passing electricity <laughs> through it, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I had to do valve cover gasket. Now let's do kind of the the most talked about thing. Do you know what we're gonna go with this? The the most talked it? about the heater tees. <laughs> hey, hey, that's because it's an easy fix. Yeah, and if you don't do it, you're pretty much and, and they do crack. You're yeah. you're about ninety percent gonna fry that fucking engine. Yeah, that that's Gone. one thing. That actually, I was reading some. Uh, the reason why these TUZFEs are this engine is so reliable is because they stay cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually kind of a, a cool system where they shoot um, oil at, at the bottom of the piston to keep it cold or cooler than a, a, a standard oh, engine. Okay. So yeah, if your heater tees break <clears throat> and you can't filter that coolant through your system, you're frying that engine. You know, um, and that's. What I did, I re- I just replaced all my hoses too. Well, at least all the hoses in the back. It was for me. It was easier to just cut the hoses, and then I didn't have to worry about the heater tees breaking and then parts of yeah. that going into the engine. So. Yeah, I don't understand why people don't pay the extra thirty bucks to just get the regular that the hoses too. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. just because it's easier to replace it because you mm-hmm. can just take the hose clamps. Mm-hmm. take them off and you pull the hoses off yep. instead of having to muscle out these heater tees. And then when you put it back on, it's so much easier to just slide your hoses on, yep. clamp them down. And I mean, that's a, that takes a half hour job down to like five minutes. Oh, oh yeah. I actually, so my biggest fear with that um, maintenance item was I'd seen where someone was going to reuse their, their hoses and pulled out like the, the fittings from the firewall. So you know how there's two, I guess there's an inlet and an outlet fitting that just stick yep. out that the hoses go around and then the clamps. I'd seen where someone was pulled so hard, they ripped that out of the firewall. I was like, oh, that's going to be expensive to fix that. I don't even know how you'd fix that because that's, yeah. pre- that's press fitted, you know, up against the firewall and then they 
it makes the whole loop. So yeah, somebody's um, gonna have to take the whole heater core out probably yeah, to fix so, that. That's gonna so be I a just, job. Yeah, I just sliced the the hoses and it made it super easy because then you could peel it away from the yeah. If you get one of those little hooks, because you can get those hooks that slide in, but you got to go all the way around it. It's yeah. Because that heat goes through it. And they get yeah. Oh, yeah. And they expand and contract. Almost together. And, yeah. 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 So. Yeah. That's a big that's a big maintenance item on 100 series. Mm-hmm. And if you've got one that is over 175,000 miles, you mm-hmm. want to make sure you replace those. Yeah. Because also, I don't know, we didn't talk about this. You mentioned it earlier, but you could when you're taking those heater tees out, that plastic gets so brittle, you could break that mm-hmm. heater tee. And that could go into your cooling system, yep. that piece of plastic. And then if that happens, oh what my are you going to do then? I don't know how, yeah, I don't know what you would do. <laughs> Especially if you're like a shade tree mechanic, you know, and you you don't have the tools that like a full-on right. shop have. So um, I don't even have one of the magnets to like pick up bolts I drop. Like that's how. Oh, I, I don't have that either. <laughs> 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 yeah, we're, we're professionals that should be talking about maintenance items, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got a good mechanic. Yeah, yeah uh, you and I both. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind technician. getting into some stuff, man. Yeah. It, it just turns into a time thing for me. I don't know. Definitely. Like it, you know, Lee. Lee's got a good point. You know, you want to. He was on. He was on last week talking about you know, being hands on with your Land Cruiser, and I and I, I believe in that as well. And sure. Most of the jobs, this last two jobs, I could have done if I wanted to spend the time to do those. Unfortunately, that is not a. Yeah, a economy of scale for me at this moment. <laughs> Definitely, um, and it's easier to drop it off a of Sheldon uh, mm-hmm. and let him get to it when he does, and I'll just drive my scrambler to my business meetings that yep. are going to enable me to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, um, I think it's also but kind yeah, of like, man. It's like I can do most of that stuff. Like if I had to, like I've I've done the pre love, done all my bearings, mm-hmm. I've gotten into it. Like I said, I, I did the valve cover gaskets myself. I just spent a Saturday morning doing nice. those because. Yeah. I wanted to learn how to take the front end of the engine apart and be able mm-hmm. to get down to anything I wanted to get down to. And that's a safe job to do it on because yeah. you're not really taking to get in too much. Like you're yeah. not having to take major gaskets off or anything like that. Yeah. So I got down in there and figured that whole piece out. And, mm-hmm. um, Oh, another one, um, is the hoses on the power steering pump reservoir. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Very common. So they start to uh, they start to go out, and you start mm-hmm. to see power steering fluid leak a lot. Oh. So that's another common common hose, and it's yeah. rubber, right? Basically, sure. anything yeah. rubber under mm-hmm. the engine, if it's carrying fluid, you probably mm-hmm. got to replace it. Yeah, at two hundred to three hundred thousand miles. That's smart. Yep. Um, yeah. Timing belt. Yep. Always pump, ask about that. Belt, yeah. <laughs> That's Always what, ask about your timing belt. Yeah, that's every 90K, 90. every 90K. Now, Jeff was on here a couple of weeks ago and was talking about how when he bought his Land Cruiser at like 200K, it mm-hmm. was the original timing belt that had never been replaced. That's crazy. Disclaimer, we are not mechanics and this is not <laughs> advice. You're yeah. just a couple dudes drinking cold beers yep. talking about Land Cruisers. <laughs> um, I think the 90K figure is kind of like, it's what's well, that a, 99th percentile right exactly yeah if, so if yoda gonna, knows if we mm-hmm. say this 99.8 percent of all you you know 4.7 liter engines are going to yep. make it to that to that schedule right definitely yeah and it's uh um and it's a, just probably a safe bet too you know it's just um because i have seen not personally but i've seen on the forums kind of the same story that jeff told was 
175,000 miles and never been changed. So I changed it, you know, <laughs> but for well, me, when those go out, mm-hmm. the engine's the engine's done. Like yeah. your timing gets off and, mm-hmm. and you're pretty, pretty much put in from what I've seen, you put a new engine in it. If you're, if yeah. you lose your timing belt. especially if you have the VVTIs, um, the variable valve timing one. So and I think, what yeah. year is yours? I think you might have. It's a 2003. I don't think I have it. Okay. So I think the, my major upgrade was the transmission upgrade to a five speed. Okay. A four speed. Yeah. Okay. So then a and little a bit after. front diff, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I know early models had that two pinion diff. Um, yeah. They tried to do it with a track and I think that blew a bunch of them out. So yeah. <laughs> it was like my year or O2 mm-hmm. is when they upgraded the front diffs to. Uh, you know, okay. Catch up to the yeah. what Times. they need to be with a track. <laughs> yeah. So what other? Let's see. So we we've covered valve cover gaskets, heater valve tees, cover gaskets, heater tees. Wow. Uh, time belt water turn line on the power steering pump. Yep. Um, I guess I mean you got to put radiator on there because I've replaced one of those. Yeah, I have to. <laughs> so, I'm getting real close radiator. to that bingo. <laughs> So cooling system, yeah. it's a cooling system probably. Yeah. And when you do your radiator, you want to do your, your upper and lower hoses as well. Mm-hmm. Cause just while you're there, yep. get Might it done. As well. yep. um, uh, I mean, I think fluids are, are just kind of, we talked, we talked brake booster. I mean, brake booster, we both yeah. replaced that. Yep. Or not the booster, I guess the master cylinder because with the pumps pumps still there. Yeah. See, the thing but, is, is like, I've never heard of that until, Mine went out and I started researching it. Like everybody, well, Jeff every, told you about it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what it was. I just didn't listen. But <laughs> <laughs> it's like I had it done. I know Jeff, you. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anybody else. So like personally, that's had yeah. to, had to actually replace that. But like it, it's kind of interesting because you hear about the water pump, the the heater tees constantly. Right. right? That's always something. Mm-hmm. Um, but unless if you know someone that has already gone through the the abs the the brake system uh, i didn't it's not like it's common you know posted too too frequently on the forums or anything at least from what i remember um because yeah, it's I definitely to, not posted yeah. as much as those no yeah because i tend to plan for these things right like i look at my mileage and i say okay what I try to, right? <laughs> you can only do so much, but I try to plan for these things. I know, I know what I hope your emergency fund for your Land Cruiser maintenance was. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not talk about that. Because <laughs> you, you have, you are now. I mean, that's the most expensive repair, mm-hmm. single repair that we had to do. Was that was that break? Uh, this that will break, be uh, yeah. master cylinder and stuff. Yeah, yeah. This will be the most. Yeah. I think the 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 one. The, the second most expensive was probably maybe brakes, but like I did, I did all OEM stuff. So, yeah. um, oh, and I did rotors and pads. So like, but that's, I mean, that's kind of typical. Like you don't count tires. There's a lot of work on the front, the front yeah. brake system to do it right. Cause yeah. you're going to get in there. You're going to replace some stuff and you might have to get new bearings. Uh, that's what I did too. Yeah, I got, I got new yeah. bearings with that job. So I guess technically that was two jobs in one. That was the front hub, the hub assembly yeah. as mm-hmm. well as your brakes. So that's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a significant job. Yeah. yeah but it's nothing like this ABS though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only this things the you're going to spend more money on are, is like an engine replacement transmission replacement mm-hmm. i think you can probably get a new axle cheaper than than you can do this job oh dude i sure. was i was sitting at lexus in nashville like their their bay and mike uh good 
good buddy of, of mine that works at uh, Lexington Nashville. He said, you could get a whole ass, like, small block cheaper than you can get this ABS yeah. unit for. You get like, a crate oh, engine. For, yeah. yeah. You get a crate <laughs> engine for that. Yeah, I was like, sure. I, was, I was seriously considering, can I throw a 6BT in here and see if a, <laughs> a big old diesel uh, <laughs> Cummins well, engine? Well, <laughs> you can buy the engine for that cheap. Now, um, yeah. transferring <laughs> and converting your Land Cruiser <laughs> over to that is where you're going to get into a lot of dough. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, um, not, it's not cheap. No, no. Uh, another one is so I'm gonna I'm gonna lump one common theme okay. into three different maintenance items. Okay. All right, you ready for this? I'm ready. It's called three birds with one stone. It's uh, <laughs> I just made that up. No, I didn't. Uh, I did, but I didn't. The thud. The thud. Oh, is that so? Okay. You see this a lot on Lankers of Forums. I have this stud whenever I accelerate. I have this stud whenever I go from park to reverse. I know exactly. I have yep. this stud whenever I do anything in my Land Cruiser. Yep. So there's a few areas in which these studs can originate. Area number one: the connection between your CV axle and your axle flange. Okay. Which will be found by doing your front brake rotors because you have to take your flange off to get there. Yep. But that will most likely be your your thud if you have it from going from reverse to drive. Okay. So if you think about it, right, all wheel drive. Mm-hmm. So whenever you go from reverse to drive, you're gonna have a you know a um what's the word I'm looking for here, right? Like uh, the a, the transmission's going to start to yeah. move, right? You're in the brake, you're in gear, so mm-hmm. the the pressure is applied. And so what that thud is Transfer actually your CV axles yeah. inside those flanges. And that, that, that connection has been worn down over time mm-hmm. for so long okay. that they're moving inside those flanges. And yeah. that thud is that movement of the CV and making connection with those flanges. And so oh, okay. that's the drive to reverse yep. thud. Um, I've had that. So we had to replace the CVs mm-hmm. and the axle flanges already on that. I think I've got 20 K maybe on those bad boys now. Okay. Doing good. Mm-hmm. CVs are holding strong. Oh, when well, you're talking about CVs, mm-hmm. the the boots sometimes mm. leak fluid. Okay, and that's because the the clamps that OEM Toyota axles use they only they can only tighten them so far. Okay, and so there's this, there's a company out there and I can't remember the name of them. I, I got a kit for the for mine because that happened to me about. 15,000 miles in to yeah. these CVs, they started throwing out fluid over. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. shit. What are these things supposed to last forever? Yeah. Damn Land Cruiser parts <laughs> failing on me. Um, so uh, John Haley, who's, who's been a guest on our show for the uh, for Tech Talks a couple times, yep. he recommended this company that sells uh, the clamps that you can tighten. Oh, okay. uh, down. So what it is is those clamps just you can't tighten them real tight. It's over time that rubber starts to harden, and when yeah. it hardens, it 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 compacts, yeah. and and you start oh. to have you know uh, mm-hmm. some of that uh, fluid comes out grease. Mm-hmm. Really, it's not fluid; yeah, it's, it's grease. grease yeah. Sorry, um, but it's not a tech talk. Um, and uh, uh, so you just got to get it. You just got to get a, a, a hose clamp that mm-hmm. you can tighten down. What you want to do is you want to make sure you get one that has rounded edges though. Because if you get one that has the 45 degree edges, you're going to end up cutting into that rubber yep. boot and you're going to have a bigger problem than you started with. Mm-hmm. So make sure you find the rounded edges one, but that's a, that's a major, that happens a lot. And, yeah. and Hey, if people, if you're losing grease, stop, yeah. stop. That's the quickest way. To it's really hard to get axle. grease back in there. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and and that's going to ruin an axle. So if yeah. you do lose some grease, make sure you pump a little more back in mm-hmm. before you do that, you know, shade tree mechanic <laughs> at home fix. <laughs> so um, what kind of grease needs to go in there? Can it be like... Is it just? A, I don't know. Okay. Sheldon put it in there because okay. we were on our way to the red clay rally. Uh, whenever we noticed mine, yeah. and nice I happened to, have to pull in Alexis on your uh, team. So. Yeah, yeah. We, we we pulled into Lexus. Yeah. We were about to leave, and I was like, "Hey, dude, uh, I've got a major leak happening right now." <laughs> he was like, "Oh, hold on." And so they pulled it in real quick yeah. and just threw a. It was it was a regular hose clamp, by the okay. way. But oh. <laughs> they, just, they just they just did a quick fix and yeah. threw it on, and and we're good. It's it's still on there, and it's nice. not ripped yet. Yeah. So I guess that's okay. Yeah. But I've had to do it on a couple other mating mm-hmm. connections, okay. and I've put the ones from the kit on there. Um, yeah. But I just keep a close eye on it, and I'm always checking it sure. and seeing what's up. But yeah, so that's a common thing that that, that happens as well in those boots. Is mm-hmm. you gotta, and I saw that happen to Will and his Forerunner too. Oh, so, uh, so any CVs, mm-hmm. that's kind of a, well, Toyota uses those same clamps on all of them. Yeah. And that's probably for GX 470 and every, everything oh, yeah. like that. Cause I think, um, Walker, he's, he's losing grease or needs to replace axles or something. So, um, yeah, poor Walker. He's, mm. he's learning. He needs to listen to this one. He's learning. Yeah. He's learning what it means when you buy a, uh, <laughs> an older, an older rig. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> so what's the so third CVs. one? What was the third one on your oh, oh, yeah. So so that was actually, yeah, so that was the first one. Okay. The second one is your uh, front differential bushings. Okay. Same concept. When it goes into gear, it's mm-hmm. going to move that front differential into gear. And when it does, those there's bushings mm-hmm. uh, that connect to, obviously, because it's a Land Cruiser, sure. you need bushings in connections sure. places like that. Mm-hmm. So it's luxury. Yeah. <laughs> Those wear out over time, okay. and 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 they end up making those those connections at the diff or the disc connected to the to the vehicle. Mm-hmm. It, it makes that connection thud. Okay, so you got to replace those those uh, differential bushings. Mm-hmm. And then the third one is your slip yoke in your drive shaft, it, yep. and that most likely can be fixed with the right amount of grease mm-hmm. and the wide right amount of grease is still widely debated across <laughs> is, the entire like universe that. right now. Yeah. I've asked multiple Lexus techs and yeah. they've given me multiple different <laughs> answers every time I've asked different <laughs> people amazing. and I make sure to ask them when they're not around their friends. Yeah. So I get a real answer. Yeah. That's smart. <laughs> yeah. That's but I've gotten different answers. So I'm, so I'm not so even going to say, do? Oh, you're not even going to, I'll say it. You know, I'm not oh, afraid. I do it. How do I do it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, do you do? Uh, go ahead. I fill that motherfucker up. <laughs> oh, man. I wait. I, I push as much <laughs> grease through there as I can. I'm like I want to see clean grease come out of there. <laughs> well, I think the FSM states that you should fill it until you see movement from the other the other uh, half of mm-hmm. the of the slip yoke. And so, mm, okay. I don't know, man. Says, I yes. <laughs> I pump it. I haven't. I honestly, I, I need to tell Sheldon to probably do those. Yeah. While he's got those skid plates off. Um, Because I've noticed those skid plates, those damn skid plates are so fucking hard to get off, dude. They are Mm -hmm. just 30 pounds of steel. Mm. They've got so many bolts so they don't bang and clang around. And it's just... It's a job. That's why I, I paid Sheldon to change my oil in that thing. And that's something I always do because I change yeah. the oil. It takes me, you know how long it takes to change the oil in my house? Two hours. What? Or two beers. That's how long it, t- it takes to change the oil in my house. Oh my God. I'm, I'm like two hours. Less than 30 minutes. Easy. And that's what Man, I'm. Man, you work, you work, you work, a, you work a lot faster than you should. You ain't got no kids yet. That's why you work. That's so what fast. it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
that, yeah. yeah. It takes two hours to change oil in my house. Damn. Damn. That, yeah, Sheldon, Sheldon's worth it, man. <laughs> no, I was just like, I was like, uh, I was like, man, I don't, I don't want to take these skid plates off on my back yeah. anymore because it's it's hard, man. They're heavy. Yeah. He even took them off. and Was like, man, this is crazy. He, what? we had a, we had one of the bolts that got stuck up in there, and we had mm. to drill out. It was a mess. What? Uh, what skid um, but yeah, so those are, are the three things that cause thuds. Yeah, CV axle flange, CV mm-hmm. in your axle flange mating connection. Yep. Differential bushings, slip yoke. Yeah. I've, I've never done one and two, but every time I do an old change, I just, because it's super easy. I mean, I say it's super it is. easy. Uh, you have to kind of get the the slip, the, the Zerk fittings in the right place. But I mean. You might have to back your car up or yeah. down a couple times to get your U-joints right, yeah. things like that. Or you can lift it. On, if So before I did the, <laughs> before I returned my, my faulty Harbor Freight jack sands, I would lift the vehicle on all four corners and then put the. And then you spin the wheel. Yeah, put put the transfer case in neutral, and then you know truck in neutral, and you could just spin the wheel and get it in the right position. So, um, uh, but I do that every other oil change. Um, I think they say you're supposed to do it every oil change, but when I first did it, like I went through nearly a like a half a tube of grease because I don't think it was ever done um, from the previous owner. So. And I also had a had a thud, and that's what fixed it. So yeah, it's um, it's definitely a, a a good maintenance item, and it's it's relatively cheap, relatively easy to do, um, and it's kind yeah. of satisfying, you know. <laughs> it's your cheapest option. Yeah. So like from from least expensive to most expensive, it goes greasing your drive shafts. Mm-hmm. As your least expensive. Yep. Uh, differential bushings as your your middle of the road fix mm-hmm. and then cvs and flanges are expensive yes <laughs> yeah and so, i think that for the greasing the drive shaft i think there's four zerk fittings i think two on each yoke and then two on each drive shaft i think or maybe there's eight are you counting the u-joints as well i'm not so there's eight right okay so there, there's eight uh, total zerk i don't fittings. know i haven't been over there in a while yeah <laughs> Even if you have, you got your, you got your, you got your four U joints because yeah. you're going to have a U joint in each each connection of the drive shaft. Okay, and then you're going to have your slip yokes. Yep. So I think it's six, maybe. Okay, then that's the number. Okay, that makes more sense because I do remember it being a lot of Zerk fittings to to try to fill. But. And it's the U joints are probably the hardest thing for me to normally get lined up with the grease gun normally because yeah. you got to kind of. It's got to be at the right spot. Yeah. If it's like up under the vehicle, like the U-joint jerk fitting is facing the engine or transmission, Mm -hmm. that's that's a challenge to get your grease gun connected to it normally. Yeah. So those three things will normally fix your thud. Yep. If you still got a thud, you might have a motor mount. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, I I don't have a thud before I I broke that motor mount, but... I wonder what they do to replace uh, it. Do they just weld a new one on, or like how? I, I think they're bolted on. Oh, I haven't looked okay. at it. I haven't even researched it, but I, I no think idea. they're bolted on, so they okay. would just, you know, Unbolt lift them. the, yeah, you know, support the weight of the engine, unbolt them, bolt new ones in. Um, and I believe there's a rubber bushing on ours. I don't know. I'm not. I'm gonna it, look it up right now. It wouldn't surprise we're gonna, me. We're if gonna there fill was. the time while I look it up. <laughs> um, but I, I feel like I haven't even looked it up. Like I, I just knew. So how I knew I had messed up my motor mount whenever mm-hmm. i hit that rock obviously 
the sound of the fan <laughs> grinding into my radiator as soon as I hit that rock, yeah. I immediately shut the engine off. Yeah. Because it literally sounded like a rod was coming through my valve cover. Like it was oh loud. God. Like you yeah. just think about a fan just grinding up in there. Jeez. So I just cut it off completely. And I look over at Nick and he's like, Oh fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody that I was looking at, their eyes were like Big bug Damn. Yeah. <laughs> that shit sounded bad, bro. Wow. So you did it. Hard. I'm sitting here and I've got my entire land cruiser like high centered on this rock yeah, too yeah. so like there's like I, none of my wheels are moving right now yeah. and it sounds like this and so i'm like all right oh, so i no. get out and we like you know we look we don't see any like anything that's like yeah. holes in engines You're or not leaking oil you know crazy. fluids yeah. spewing anywhere like everything looked fine so yeah. i said all right i'm gonna go start it yeah and Randall, Randall's, you know, he's, he, uh, you know, Randall. I know Randall. But you don't know Randall like I know Randall. Okay. <laughs> Randall, Randall works with big machinery all day, man. Yeah. He's, he would, he make, he would make an overlander cringe because yeah. we're winching and he's pulling on the winch line yeah. trying to get the, the, the positioning of the vehicle more by pulling the winch line <laughs> over and acting as a, as a, uh, as a, uh, a counterweight. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. like, what are you doing, dude? Get like, get you don't need to do that. But he's like, that's just who he is. He's got a yeah. mullet. Yeah. He, wears, he just, his name's Ra- that's what he does. Randall, he his dog named Works Brisket. on big machinery. <laughs> his dog's name is Brisket. He's from Smithville, Tennessee. He's just, Good he's the salt boy. of the earth. Yeah. My kind of redneck. Yeah. <laughs> like, would probably have a chain on his Jeep yeah. for recoveries if I, if he knew I wouldn't slap the shit on him for it. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> my kind of redneck yep. and Nico, he's he's even like man i don't know if i want to stand here and look at this when randall gets a little nervous yeah. about something mechanical yeah. we know we're in trouble like sure. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he toughs it out so yeah. i started up and he goes oh it's just your fan into your radiator so i cut it back off and i said all right <laughs> let's get a plan together mm-hmm. let's get it off the rock yep. and and then i'll turn it back on and we're gonna go but i'm mm-hmm. not gonna let it just run sure right now well and i can't fix anything on this fucking rock because yeah, it's not a safe place and yeah i'm literally like high centered in a land cruiser <laughs> on a rock yeah um so we hook up the winch we get everything lined up ready mm-hmm. to go and uh we try to we try to see if it'll pull without me having the vehicle on mm-hmm. not a chance uh, by the way yeah. um <laughs> the <batteries laughs> and it's recovered probably. me yeah I had the recovery at the Cove over mm-hmm. the holidays and Christmas, and then we had already been through one recovery to get us to our first campsite. Mm. So I was like, I know what the winch has me. Like, yeah. I'm not concerned about that. Yeah. I just didn't have any power. So sure. I was like, all right, I got to turn it on. I got to at least run it to get me off this rock. Yeah. I can't. I got to get out of here. Yeah. And so once I, I, I ran it, got me off the rock. Once I got off the rock, the noise went away. Hmm. And I was like, well, maybe the weight of the Land Cruiser because it was on the skid up. plate yeah. on the land, on the engine mm-hmm. was just causing this to be out of position. Mm-hmm. Sweet, we're good. <laughs> so we sent it, yeah, and we just kept on wheeling. <laughs> um, and uh, and oh, I will say that I did adjust the radiator a little bit okay. while we were on that At rock. That, point, yeah. uh, that was the first adjustment of the radiator <laughs> that I did. <laughs> So it wasn't it wasn't as bad whenever I was pulling it off. I did just was like, if I can move this a little bit and it goes away, I'm going to do that now. And sure. if I need to move it back, I will, right? Yeah. But I won't damage anything worse while I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. And so did that, went through the trip, and I started noticing through the rest of the trip that under certain 
um, torque mm-hmm. situations, right? Where I'm like maybe trying to get over something or where I have a hot or I turn the vehicle on. You know, when we turn our vehicle on, it revs up to like 2K, yep. 3K, mm-hmm. and then it comes back down. Yep. During that time, I always heard that fan hitting it. Oh. And in high torque situations, yeah. I heard the fan hitting it, and I was like, it's got to be the motor mount because yeah, when I get those high torque situations or high RPM, mm-hmm. it's moving the engine because yeah. that motor mount's not connected. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that's what I was like, wow. got to be the motor mount. And so then the rest of the trip, I just was like, as easy peasy as I could. Mm-hmm. Luckily, the rest of the trip, we were in a parking lot, Park- most of it. <laughs> Thanks, Randall. Jeep. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. it was making highway runs to the auto parts store to. Yeah. <laughs> To fix things at that point in time, but uh, we did run the last trail on our way out, okay. And uh, and then I drove it home. And yeah. before I left, I, I you know I did some radiator maneuvering just to yeah. get it good in just position sure. before I started driving because we were four and a half hours from home, yeah. so it was still a half a day of mm-hmm. huffing it down the oh, road yeah. to get home. Uh, so yeah, wow. got it, got it back in, and and yeah, ended up, and then like I said, I went on vacation, so uh-huh. I got home, unloaded everything, and just cleaned it out. Yeah. Just so it didn't have all my shit in there. Sure. I stuffed, I put it all right here. <laughs> I literally just opened the cooler, yeah. emptied the water, opened the cooler so it didn't get bad while I was gone. Yeah. <laughs> That's how, like, I didn't have any time. I got home and then we like flew out like in 12 hours almost. Wow. And so yeah. it was, it was, it was pretty crazy yeah. to get kids wherever they need to be, all that. Anyways, mm-hmm. you don't care about that. Anyway, so <laughs> Land Cruiser gets parked, yeah. doesn't get moved for a week. Uh-huh. And I come home and it doesn't start. Mm. I'm trying to go to a car show mm-hmm. for my buddy who's doing a benefit, and I can't get the Jeep out because the Land Cruiser won't start because it's parked behind the Jeep. <laughs> oh, <no>. So <laughs> it was just like, oh, well, oh, you know, we, we went over and supported him still, but sure. um, yeah, yeah. We, uh, <laughs> we didn't roll over like I wanted to do yeah. a classic car show in my classic <laughs> car. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that makes it a little difficult. <laughs> So, and then, uh, I, I like backed it down my hill with the engine off thinking mm-hmm. maybe the incline had the starter all weird, but mm-hmm. it never turned over again really? at all. Wow. Sheldon then tried it, never turned over, got a new starter in it Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's good to go. Yeah. Started it up, drove it around, identified that yes, the motor mount is <laughs> separated from itself. That's amazing. And, uh, actually. Yeah, and I looked it up, and like I hear, there's a lot. There's a couple forum pages for motor mounts when they those those when they start to go out, and people have that same issue. So that's where I was like, yeah, I think, I think this is what it is. So it's not it's not necessarily that like the motor mount is failing. It just it just took a hit hard enough to to break it. Right? It's not like it's something I have to worry about. <laughs> well, I don't know. Let I mean, me look it up real quick. Okay. I, did, I still didn't look it up. Land Cruiser 100 series. <laughs> still Power looking music. for somebody to be our fact checker while we yep. <laughs> build in small talk. Uh, if you're interested, let me know. Did you? Um, did you? Yeah. Get a picture from there's Sheldon? a. It looks like it's rubber. Yeah, there's a rubber. Okay. Uh, it's like a rubber aspect of that on top of it, but yeah, mm. I think it is. Uh, I could be wrong. It's got a couple things on it. Damn the vibration. Yeah, I think it's got to have some rubber in it. Yeah, if it has any sort of like vibration. Vibration dampening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, let me look at this picture of it. Hmm. So why it looks is, like rubber. Why so yeah, it looks like maybe the rubber mount is just completely gone. But I can see if that breaks, like there's nothing There's nothing else that you and, can see. Yeah. I'm going to share my screen here. Okay. Um, so so you can see while it. you're sharing your screen... Oh yeah, okay. Uh, I can see that now. It's it's kind of like um, like a 
upside down anvil is for our yeah That's yeah so you like. see this part here it looks like the rubber part right there yeah like it's a really hard rubber i'm sure and yeah that's probably what he's talking about that's mm. separated and that's something that'll break over 25 years 20 years yeah. of, of abuse and just, the last two years i've been beating the shit out of this land cruiser <laughs> like yeah. yeah like i will that thing mm-hmm. y'all it's not a joke yeah um so <laughs> there's a reason why you got giant skids under there because you will, yeah so. it might have already been busted and that just was the final straw yeah um because it had some hesitation when i took off and i was like eh it's mm-hmm. all right. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so wow. I told Sheldon, I was like, when you get it done, give it a little, give it a little pump off the gas yeah. after you get it warmed up. Make sure see if you still got hesitation. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, damn, LJ. <laughs> <laughs> so where are those motor mounts located? Do you know? Is it? I don't. They're, okay. I'm sure they're based. I mean, they're normally your motor mounts are connected to the frame right. or chassis of mm-hmm. the vehicle, and they'll be down on down, each side. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, what I don't know is is how many motor mount. I mean, is it you know normally you only have two main motor mounts. Some okay. some vehicles have four. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say they're connected to the frame and go oh, up. Yeah. And, you know, kind of into Bolt the into where the, the engine sits. Okay, that makes sense. Man, you yeah, have to hit it hard. I mean, but I mean, if it's only, I, I mean, I, yeah. you know, I have the video, okay. and when you look at the video, <laughs> it's not that bad. Really? Um, yeah, because I was mm. it was up on a rock, and I was. It, we were going up a very big hill, mm-hmm. and so the rock was at an incline uphill, mm-hmm. but it was wet because it had been raining. Yeah, and so you know that's that's what we have on the East Coast is we got rain. Like, <laughs> yep, we get rocks, and well, I've been I've been over this rock before. Yeah. when it was dry, mm-hmm. and you could and it was sticky, and you could nice. be where you wanted to be, yep. and you bit your tires bit, you had traction, and it was okay. Mm-hmm. And you could just you had to manage your body of the vehicle to get sure. it over and, and around. Um, but this time it was wet. And so whenever I went, all four wheels spun mm-hmm. and it just went from here on the high, the passenger side high on mm-hmm. this other rock. And it slid down onto the rock that my driver's side tires were on. I was on two mm-hmm. rocks, one higher than the other on yeah. the passenger side. And it slid down and I just slid right on top mm. of this other rock okay. and I high centered. I mean, if my skids weren't there, I'd have been on my oil pan. Like yeah. it might have like ruined some stuff. Seriously, so yeah. thankful for the skids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, but yeah, it, just, it was wet and it just mm-hmm. slid on and it doesn't. And if you watch the video, it's not a bad, like I've hit shit a lot harder. Yeah. That's why I'm thinking like maybe it was like partially busted before. Mm-hmm. And this one was just the one that, that did it. That finally um, separated it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and made it to where like I noticed that it was really fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. Well. So it's but it's like like we said earlier, it's getting it's getting the juice done now. Good. So it's not Good. you know, we'll get it fixed up. Um we'll uh we'll make sure everything else should be on it pretty tight. So cool. I think it's getting close to being ready for mechanically for the trip and then I'll uh I'm gonna do a little extras. Like I said, I'm gonna put that different power system in the back so um Wyatt can have his electronics yep. for this drive because mm-hmm. that's going to be crucial yeah uh to uh, <laughs> a drive of that happy. time yeah. with a child <laughs> yeah yeah um but i think he's pumped for it he's uh he was asking he's like hey can i be on the podcast and i was like after the trip you can come on <laughs> and talk about amazing. what you thought about the trip yeah i'd love to have him on <laughs> So he was like, okay, okay. Was like, we'll really ask you a cool. few questions and yeah. you can tell us what you think of the trip. <laughs> on a, 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 your first big overlanding trip. Because oh, he's be been cool. out camping with me before, but sure. we've never, I mean, I, I built the, I was like, yeah, you know, some people build their vehicles for these trips like this. He goes, mm-hmm. 
who does that? And I was like, me, dog. <laughs> I built Bill Anchors yeah. to go be able to do a trip like this. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, that'll be so fun to have him on. So, uh, so yeah, he's getting pumped about it. He's starting yeah. to kind of see like, oh man, this is a this is a big trip. This yeah. is gonna be exciting. He was kind of bummed at first because the distance. Yeah, and I was like, well. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Parents out there probably be like, "Oh my god!" But I was yeah. like, "I was like, hey man, you're gonna be like in service the whole mm-hmm. time, so you can play your video games, yep. you can watch movies, like, yeah, you know, you'll be good until we actually start camping. And we start camping, you won't have any service, so you won't nah. be able to play those. But <laughs> on our drive out, man, like, I don't care if you're on that thing all day long yep. because I'm just gonna be driving all day long, stuffing and, your face with you snacks. Know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I got a couple little things. I got like this little. Uh, scratch off state uh map of the states nice. and he can like scratch yeah. off the route each state oh, we get through cool. and i might take us home south so yeah. he can do the rest of them like go through like texas okay. and those kind of states yeah um but yeah give him like a give him something to do and yeah. try to try to make it make, make, make it a little fun there if you go through um, uh the, if you go through the south route there's a place that he might like it's called the petrified forest um, and Ooh. it's it's literally trees that have turned into rocks over the millions and millions of years. That's pretty cool. And it's really we'll probably cool. have more time coming back, so oh, I'll probably okay. try to like make a make a because we're booking it out there because sure. we got our whole end of year <clears throat> and me being in sales. That's yeah. like our Super Bowl. Yeah. So um, I can't take off, and so we're basically I'm leaving like the day our end of year is done. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving. I'm like peace. Nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> And so, uh, so yeah, so coming back, I think we'll have some more time, which that might be a nice That'd idea to cool. pop over there for a little bit mm-hmm. and maybe take a couple of days to drive back to where we can check out and, and see some stuff on our way yeah. back instead of just being a full on road trip. Yeah. I'll give you some suggestions, uh, at least for the Southwest. So, um, some really cool stuff where I used to, you know, where I, where I grew up in and it's, it has a special place in my okay. heart, but it would be absolutely incredible for um, for the little man. So I'll definitely nice. pass those your way. That'll be cool. Yeah. That'll be cool. Um, well, any other maintenance items that we're forgetting? Cause we've, we've touched on a lot of the vehicles so far. I can't think of any, honestly. Um, not right I mean, those now. are the big ticket items that, mm-hmm. that you'd normally see that are consistent. I think valve covers are probably the most consistent. Yeah. Uh, it, it, we talked about this a little bit, but your, your front bearings and hubs, um, I think people overlook those, but what is it? Every 30,000 miles, yeah. you're supposed to repack and um, uh, retorque the bearings. Mm-hmm. And so that's a that's an item that if you have a Land Cruiser and you don't know the last time that was done, you, you could jack it. up the, the front of your Land Cruiser mm-hmm. and grab the tire at north and south ends of it, mm-hmm. so the top and the very bottom of it. Mm-hmm. And if there's any movement, back and forth on that tire that means that your bearing is is out of torque mm, um, okay. to give you an example on randall's jeep we could hear the bearing hitting the axle shaft every time that we oh, moved God. it forward and back when he uh when his bearing decided yeah. to eat it i think he had like he had two-thirds of the actual ball bearings in his in his bearing <laughs> like that's how many bearings yeah. he had in there so um, oh my yeah. god <laughs> A little out of maintenance. <laughs> just, um, just a little. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> uh, so that that's a very easy test, but you mm-hmm. can have some movement. And, and if you do have movement on that north and south pool, that means you need to uh, take those front hubs off, mm-hmm. repack those bearings, and yeah. uh, and retorque them to get that get that nice on there yep. on there good. Um, 
I don't think there's I think too that, awful that many other quite a few of them. Yeah, fuel pump I think is another one I've seen before okay. that that does go out over time. But that normally what does kill those quickly is when you run out of gas. Yeah. So like if you actually run out of gas because that pump keeps on pumping, mm-hmm. and the pumps that are as old as ours, mm-hmm. um, when they pump like that without any fluid, you end up burning them, burning up. them up. So yeah. be careful. Don't run out of gas. If you run out of gas mm-hmm. at this mileage, you're probably going to also have to replace your fuel pump. <laughs> You'll get gas. You won't be able to start your car. And it's uh, going to be on the opposite end of that. Uh, don't fill your truck up too much because there's a charcoal canister. And if you flood that, you'll get check engine lights constantly oh. until you replace that charcoal canister. And that is not cheap as another no. very expensive one. So, um, yeah. And I don't know if that's specific to hundred series or if that's, like a lot of Toyota products because um, oh. I've heard that from multiple, even from like Camry guys. So be like, yeah, my wife filled it up, overfilled the tank. Um, that's why I never uh, do like a double type tap in the Jeep. I used to fill it up top and, off. Yeah, yeah. And get to the next closest dollar. Now I just like, nah, even if it's at five cents or 95 cents, I don't, I don't fill up because I'm always worried about, flooding that charcoal can i never thought of that i've just never had that habit because i just whatever it clicks it comes out yeah kind of a thing i don't know why but yeah. and though the jeep i only put a certain number of gallons in it because when you do mm. fill it up all the way you smell it for a little while oh interesting. i'm sure it's something i could fix yeah. but i'm just not getting to it yet it's probably my filler neck because yeah. i've already replaced the the actual gas tank on the jeep so mm-hmm. I know it's not that because that had a crack about a year after I bought it. Mm-hmm. It, it okay. developed a crack. And so yeah. that was an, I've never done it before. That was an interesting job. It really? was not a fun <laughs> job. No. Mm-mm. Man, that, I've been wanting to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I smelled like gas for a while. Oh, it, was, it was not fun. It didn't sound fun. Um, Luckily, I think I only had a half a tank in it when I did it. Okay. So that wasn't too bad. Yeah. But yeah, like it's just, it's not fun. Yeah. Ugh. Doesn't sound like I saw fun. a buddy of ours. He he did a gas tank. He, he had an eighty series, and the top of the gas tank had cracked. And that dude welded the crack shut. What? And is using the same gas tank now. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So apparently, if you fill it up with water yeah. and run water through the tank, uh-huh. obviously gas is only the only fumes sure. are flammable. Yeah. And so he gets filled up with water, ran water through it for a long time, and then welded. You know, got all the gas out and then welded um, welded the crack oh. and then put it back up. Been running ever since. Is that Jake? Yeah. Fuck, yeah. I knew Jake it, dude. I knew it. When you yeah. told me you welded the gas thing, I was like, that's some shit Jake would do 100%. Yeah, it was him. 100%. And I, think it, I think it's in his Facebook story, like history. And that's stuff, amazing. You know, like, I yeah. got to find that because, I mean, that's smart to run it with. We were on the rally. Yeah. Uh, and this is how I took the Jeep down to the rally. Yeah. And he goes to fill up his gas tank the first time. And like, literally there's just like a huge puddle of gas under his car when he gets done. (laughs) (laughs) And of course he just drives off. (laughs) He's like, well, I guess I only fill my tank up a half away now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh man. And, uh, yeah. So the rest of that trip, he just filled it up halfway and, then uh, I don't know, it was like a couple months later, he ended up welding the welding the actual <laughs> tank uh, to fix the crack. Hey, which if it works, ingenuity, it's finest. Yeah, and you got time. What time what's, the tools. What's, what's, what's yep. a couple hours? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Man, but yeah, that man's wild. <laughs> he is. He is a crazy man. He is wild. He's a wild man. <laughs> man, 
Um, yeah, I can't think. Of, I'm still thinking. Like, I can't think of any like other major maintenance items that that we've come across that I see a lot. Yeah, I can't see. I mean, uh, coil packs. That is something you see uh, a lot. Okay. Yeah. You'll see one or two go out, so it's always nice to have one or two in the car. Yeah. Uh, pro tip: When Sheldon takes your car next time, mm-hmm. tell him to go find a couple good replacement cool packs around okay. the shop. Okay. And uh <laughs> normally they have a handful okay. in their toolboxes yeah. and they'll probably give you one or two to keep nice. in your glove box. Okay. That's good uh, to know. <laughs> Cuz if you have one of those readers, do you have like a little OB, uh, OBD2 reader you can plug into yeah. your mm-hmm. um your thing? Yeah, yeah, so you can plug that in and then you'll see and if it I think it'll tell you which coil pack oh, cool. is actually out okay. if it is and then you just replace that coil pack and you're like you're back on the road nice so it goes from like being down a cylinder to having that tool having that there yeah um and then you're back on the road and you're good oh like, that's good to know it's, it's could be a five minute repair yeah. if you have the part in your vehicle yeah or you could be stranded and not be able to your vehicle to run yeah. so i keep i have a new one in there and then i have two spares that i picked up when okay. i was at shelton nice <laughs> that's good i mean that's a good tip seriously yeah that's very good. yeah yeah i actually i tell most people that buy a new one mm-hmm. i tell them that because that's like a 20 dollar part you can order on amazon yeah from denso okay. and have it at your house in two days mm-hmm. and just put it in the back of your truck and like you'll not have, have to it. like yeah and you'll always have it and you'll always be okay in those mm-hmm. situations how many do you recommend carrying just one or you think like, normally one's fine okay. Um, I that's why I only had one new one mm-hmm. and then he was like, Oh, Hey, take these in case you're on a really long trip. Oh, okay, um, that's nice. I haven't read anything from anybody where they've Multiple gone out lives, in a yeah. such, in a quick time frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They normally go out one and then 10, 12 K goes by okay. another one goes out. Yeah. But they're actually, they're more than 20 bucks. They're actually pretty expensive. I think they're like $60, Really, which is why I didn't just replace them all yeah. when I did all the yeah. spark plugs. Mm-hmm. Cause when I did the, the, um, valve cover gaskets, I went ahead and changed the spark plugs too, mm-hmm. since I was so deep in there. Yeah. Um, and I would normally done wires and, and, and cool packs as well, mm-hmm. but, um, because they were expensive, I yeah. didn't because <laughs> I work under a shade tree. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's a good oh, tip. I, I'd never even thought about thinking about keeping spare cool packs. Forgot about that one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to, um, no, I'm not going to do it. thought about getting a fridge for this trip. Okay. I don't know. Mm, how would you power I, I think I need to get a bigger battery before yeah. I get a fridge. Yeah. I got time for that too. I have a, I have a spare fridge. I don't fridge. know if I have time for a dual battery setup. If, if you, if seriously, have time. if you want to, if you want to run a fridge, I'll let you borrow one of mine. Right now it's just in the garage. Yeah, one of your fridges. How many fridges do you still have? You have, still have two fridges? I have, I have two. Yeah. <laughs> I bought Sheldon's <laughs> old one. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so you can have dual fridges? Did I, I miss I Have you talked about this before? Yeah, but it was just briefly, and then Lee was talking about cooler <laughs> things. So <laughs> so you have dose fridges. That's yeah, so seriously, if you want to borrow, uh, it's a 75 liter, so it's more than enough for you and your, and your boys. Yes, I do. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely... Uh, I got to get a bigger battery though, because okay. the bat well, and the battery I have in mind is like 2018. Oh, okay. So I need to get a good deep cell battery though, one mm-hmm. that I could. Was it deep cell? What's uh, the one that cycle. I could take down? Yeah. Deep cycle. Deep cycle. Yeah. Um, I'll probably go back and listen to our podcast. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, and get some there you go. <laughs> get some recommendations on on yeah. what I should use because I was I was the I was the dummy and I'm still the dummy because mm-hmm. it's been so long since I've. <laughs> <laughs> I had that conversation. I've forgotten what I actually need to go do. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, um, if you could figure out the oh, battery. That would be stellar. That would make a, 
that would save a ton of mm-hmm. planning on just ice for oh, that yeah. long of a trip. Because I've noticed, like, I've pretty much got to get a bag of ice a day when I have yeah. the Yeti. Yeah. Uh, with as much moving and shaking as we do mm-hmm. and opening for all the drinks and yep. cold beers and, you know, everything else. Now, yeah. this fridge is like Jeff's, so you can have – it's two doors – one of them is a, a smaller one, but you can have one as a freezer and then one as a refrigerator, both as fridges, oh. both as freezers. So, yeah, dude, I don't have like a, a slide or anything that fits it, but um, I have. Does it open like open up to where I could open it in the back or? Yeah. So would I have to get a slide to slide it out? You, you uh, I don't know, because you have the drawers. Um, mm-hmm. Before your trip, we'll do some test fitting. Um, and I think I have. I think I have a cable a cord for it too. Um, yeah, we'll we'll do some test fitting offline, Ooh. and yeah, you can. You're more than welcome to. It's just holding waters in my garage when I s- smoke cigars. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, I could get a slide by that time. I mean, and if if I never get a fridge again, I could sell it on yeah on the YouTube's or <laughs> I think give it to yeah. an Overlander for a you know a present or yeah. something. Do um, do a giveaway <laughs> on this. Uh. Yeah, we'll do a giveaway yeah. whenever we. We have another big moment. We had 4,000 listens yesterday, oh, by the way. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Thanks to y'all. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, and if as we're recording listening. this, I still haven't edited the uh, Lee Sumner video that's, or uh, com- conversation, that's, so that's that, a- that is on my list. <laughs> so now i got two edits to yeah. do. Oof. Uh, it's really three because so Lee was two hours. <laughs> he was two hours, he was wasn't he? two hours, yeah. Double header. Yeah. We'll, we'll, it'll be a special drop that week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it will be a special drop yep. uh, we need to get that out this week probably okay getting, a, getting into a little bit of how the sausage is made here we're probably going to just wrap it up right yeah. now time. <laughs> <laughs> i've had enough beers for tonight yep. and uh this has been fun I, I can't think of anything else that we would include in a uh yeah in um a maintenance, maintenance conversation checklist. for land yeah. cruisers yeah so cool. if ever you do worry go to i hate mud.com yep. You can find anything and everything you know about these land cruisers on there. Yep. That's that's a good resource. I love that. Definitely. Definitely. If that doesn't work, go to YouTube. <laughs> and if that doesn't work, look up John Haley on Instagram. On Facebook. <laughs> or Facebook. Or Instagram. <laughs> and he will probably have a how-to video for you. Actually, will. Otram is the OG of those. I don't know. Oh, He's, I don't know, who I don't know if you've ever seen him. O-T-R-A-M-M okay. on YouTube. Uh-huh. But he has a full YouTube tutorial of a full timing belt change. Oh, that's And he has cool. this little headset. Yeah. GoPro. So, like, you could, like, see point of view as he's taking everything apart. He's talking about it. He has all his tools laid out. Nice. Otram is, is legit when it comes. If he does a video on it, you've got everything you need yeah. to do it. Oh, that's awesome. It's like a two-hour video for the timing belt change. Oh, so he's like, goes in depth with it. He's not just... <laughs> he does a whole change through. on video. So, you see oh, everything wow. he's doing. That's amazing. And he had a GoPro doing that. I'm surprised it lasted. Yeah, that he long. had a GoPro <laughs> attached to his head, so he yeah. so you could see what he was working on. And he had this like weird little stand mm-hmm. that he could lay on top of it and have his head I've right over those. the engine. Yeah, and so he's like standing. He's kind of leaning on it really, sure. but his chest is leaned against this thing, and his arms go down past it, mm-hmm. and he's able to work down there, and he doesn't oh. have to hold himself up. Yeah. So he's got both hands to be able to maneuver and do whatever he wants nice. to as he's working. It's pretty slick. I'm like, man, that guy's yeah. that guy's got it figured out. Like, he, he knows what he's doing. I have never. I have to uh, look him up because I'm curious about how these things. You know, it's 
it's good to have the knowledge. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. That's what we were talking about a little bit earlier about, you know, just having folks work on your stuff, composed and knowing it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm always one that I want to feel comfortable knowing I can get into most things that you can repair sure. on a trail. Yep. But I don't need to know how to do everything. Yeah. Because you're not going to be able to repair everything on a trail. Exactly. Right? Like, but, you know, I know how to get into the hubs and know what it was supposed to look like. Yeah. <laughs> Familiarity. <laughs> Taking the it. engine down to the valve cover gasket yeah. so I know what they're supposed to look like, yeah. right? Taking it down in the front. So mm-hmm. we've got most of those things done. And we have the, and having an OB2, OBD2 reader is going to really help you too, because that's going to be able to give you what codes are being mm-hmm. fired out. You can Google those and know what they are. You got yeah. a text stream like Steve was talking about. Yeah be able to dig in with that tool and figure out what's going on. So a lot of resources out there to, mm-hmm. you know, identify what is wrong with your land cruiser. Now there's also resources on how to fix them as well. Most <laughs> of the time there's videos on all of that. If you have the time yep. and, and that's something that you want to do, um, you have the ability to most likely get those resources yep. to make it happen. I think uh, an OBD two reader is as important as a fire extinguisher, honestly, because you can get a check engine light, and the determine it's just an O2 sensor and you can keep rolling or get a check right. engine light and something's really messed up. So, and they're cheap. It's like, so what I run is five a, bones. Yeah. It's like, like if that $5 for the app and I use Torque Pro, um, but yep. that's an Android only app, unfortunately. So, but there is an iOS equivalent and then like a f- five or 10, maybe $15 Bluetooth OBD2 reader. And it just stays plugged in. 99% of the time, unless it's Sheldon's in there, hooked up with TechStream. <laughs> but <laughs> Looking at his yeah, actual reader. <laughs> Elizabeth's like a legit like reader from Toyota. Um, but it's, seriously, it, it, you can pull check engine uh, you know, codes. You can reset them. Um, it's just a nice peace of mind, especially if it's, uh, you know, if you're not anywhere near a place you can repair it, you can check it and say, okay, well, this is serious enough. I need to stop or... That can keep rolling. It's no big deal. It could also give you what you call AutoZone about when you're on your way there. Yeah. Yeah. Have your um, you know significant other start searching mud for yeah. <laughs> what does this check yeah. engine light mean? <laughs> right. Right. So, uh, yeah, we, um, we've, we've been down that road before. Yeah. And so now the OBD2 reader connects into the Tesla tablet. In the That's cruiser. cool. And so yeah. I can just be sitting there yeah. connecting the Wi-Fi to that <laughs> and then... I could read it, you know, mm-hmm. as we're as we're moving. Oh, that's super cool. Uh, somebody was talking shit about that the other day. It was Mike at Lexus. He was like, You still have that thing? Oh. I was like, No, get out of here. This is so much doper yeah. than what I had to begin with. <laughs> I was like, Yes, it's faulty. There's a video I made on it. Yeah. You can see everything that's wrong with it. Still better than what it was. The nineteen ninety eight tech of nav system. <laughs> still better than the tape player. Trust me. Yeah. So much better. Um, but yeah. Well, that'll do it for today. That was a good combo. Right, that was, that was I need fun. to actually eat some dinner. Yeah. I enjoyed oh, that. Um, working on uh, getting some electric vehicle experts on here to talk about excited the future about of overlanding, maybe. I'm very excited. I don't about know. That one. <laughs> I'm pretty pumped about it, too. I hope we can get him on. I love that. Um, he probably doesn't even listen to us, but probably if you are listen, if you do listen to us, we're excited about it. I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Hey, you have a good week, good evening, right. and we'll be back with y'all later. Bye, y'all.